Hey, y'all. This is Joyce Rice. You know I got soul. Oh, yeah. I was at the concert. Yep. Which one? What, what um, state? In, uh, in Vancouver, Canada. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah. Uh, I, it's like just watching that because I've like seen your live shows before that, but like just to see your evolution as a performer, the the dancing, the singing, like everything, just, and, and just to watch that journey. Like I know it's been a long time coming, but just reflect back on the work that you put in, you know, up until that tour and just how that all went. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean. Whew, that tour was like really, really amazing. And it was an opportunity that I'm super grateful for because I really, at that time, wanted to just develop my um, live performances, like being a better entertainer. So that was such a perfect opportunity for me to do it. And it was very challenging because there were a lot of shows back to back and I had never done that before. And I know that's kind of like the lifestyle that comes with touring so it just really like made me more I guess skillful and um, prepared for the future of my career and Joyce I think what's most impressive as I've watched your journey is your willingness to learn and your your desire to get better I, I know a lot of times when you get to a certain stage in your career and i don't know if you're at where you want to be but that desire to continue to want to get better like where does that come from i think it just comes from really me caring about um the craft like me really caring about me really caring about what i do and wanting to be the best artist i can be and I, um, I'm such a huge music lover, you know, I grew up during a really like iconic era. So it's important for me to make those artists proud. So I could only just, I I need to just focus on doing my best and being the best. Yeah. And I think you're, you're off to a great start. Um, obviously with the deal, I I told you this last year when, when the project came out overgrown, I felt like was one of the best R&B albums that came out um, last um, when it came out with you know you and D Mal, Patronata, you guys in the mm-hmm. mix that all together. Um, so yeah. With that project and now coming into this new EP, like what was the mindset um, coming into this new one? Because I noticed the sound is a little more experimental. I know on Overgrown that was your time to kind of find your sound. So just kind of take me to that journey. Yeah. So. Um... I feel like just this whole this whole journey leading up to Overgrown and then working with D-Mile and then putting the album out and just having so many great opportunities after that, it's really allowed me to become more confident, more comfortable, embrace, embrace who I am and know that people enjoy it. And I guess for this new EP, I just really wanted to showcase what else I can do and what other, what other sounds I can do. And yeah. as you know, choreography is so big for me. So how can I make a project that will allow me to continue to thrive in that dance world? And so linking with Kate Trinata, 
linking with um, Osanachi and then working with Matt Keen again, we were all able to just make something um, that is an extension of Overgrown in a sense where it's still R&B and still, you know, classic and feel good, but has more edginess to it, more flirtiness to it. And I feel like a bit more bounce and tempo. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, 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 I guess, creating this has allowed me to dive into that world. And um, it makes me excited even more for my sophomore album. And we're looking forward to that. I, I got to ask about some of these records, though, because like you said, it's, it's you know, I, I think Overgrown was a very R&B type record. I think this one still has a lot of elements to R&B, but um, obviously with some different sounds, a little more experimental. As a writer, was it a challenge yeah. to kind of attack those different sounds? Because that might not be something that you're used to. No, like, honestly... I mean, I would say the Afrobeat sound is new for me, yeah. um, which I, I love and I'm very happy about. But like K Trinata production and Bittersweet Goodbyes, for example, I've always loved sounds like that. Yeah. Um, so I think my headspace now compared to Overgrown is I'm not, I guess, I kind of was leaning more towards mid-tempo for Overgrown. And then I'm like revisiting up-tempo and like kind of gritty, edgy stuff that I think I did dabble into prior to Overgrown. Right. I mean, Looking For You is the one that really stood out to me. Like you said, the tempo. That is a different one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I love the harmonies that you, you do throughout that record. Just talk about creating that one, because that Thank one stood out to me immediately. Oh, I love that one. That one I made with Anthony Watts and um, Mira May. I really love that beat a lot. When I first heard it, I was just like, whoa. Like, this is definitely, like, a sound that I want to hear myself on and that I think would be exciting for others. And I really wanted to go for, like, a Britney Spears Play for you, Neptune, yeah. you know, um, R&B, like female artist collab type of vibe. So that song is really inspired by that. And I mean, the time that I was making that record, I was in a place where I had been wanting to have romance in my life and I just wasn't experiencing much of right. that at the time. So that song is kind of reflective of that sentiment. It's funny that you mentioned the Britney record because as I was listening to it, I was trying to pinpoint, like, obviously it's not the same song, but I was just trying to find a reference point um, for that song, and that's uh -huh. exactly the one it is, especially that second verse on that song. Like, I love what you did yes. on there. Me too. I love that second verse. That's the second verse that I wrote with Mira May that I feel like really, um, really, like, strengthens the song. Because we had a second verse before, but I didn't feel like it was strong enough. And so yeah. when I had a writing session with Mira May, we worked on Katrin on a beat, but I, she also was like, do you have anything you want to play me that I can give you feedback on? And I played her some records 
And with yeah. that song in particular, she was like, I think you need to come harder on the second verse. And that's mm. when she helped me rewrite right. that second verse. And she was totally right about it. Yeah. Um, the other record that really stood out to me is the last song on the EP, Pace Yourself. It's just a nice groove. Uh, I really love oh, what you did with the harmony there as well. Like, just talk about that record. Oh, that one is so sweet. That one has a special place in my heart because when I first heard the B, I, again, I was like, this is the grittiness that I want where I can add my sweet vocals on top of. And I wrote that with Trey Campbell. And Trey and I have a great relationship because Trey just does so well with um, just embodying my spirit. And I feel like that song is super flirty and sweet and cute and pure, but it also allows me to talk my shit. And I feel like we just, we perfectly embodied that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And it reminds me of like, it reminds me of, again, artists that I grew up listening to, like gives me a little bit of like Beyonce B-Day. Right, yeah. A little bit of like Terry Hilson. Um yeah. It's it's just yeah. That one is 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 is, is one of my favorites as well. Oh yeah. Um and then with Ice T, because I saw that live early on when you had released it. I saw that at the Lucky Day show and then you know nothing really came out of it after and then you dropped this music video and like that music video was like like I mentioned earlier, you're putting in the time, you're putting putting in the work to really present this in the right way. Like, just talk about not only creating the song, but the music video as well. Uh, so that song I made with Kate Trinata and Matt Keen during our first in-person session. Mm-hmm. And he played the beat, and I fell in love with it. And it really inspired me to want to make more dance music, more up-tempo, feel-good music. So um, I'm very, very happy that that session happened because it really just kind of put me in a new headspace, which is what um, created Motive. Um, And in in regard to the video, the video uh, I worked on with my creative director, Ashley Bone, and she actually provided a deck of what she thought could work for Ice-T, and that deck had this Kill Bill, Aaliyah Try Again, Lady Snowblood um, inspiration. And she wanted, you know, she also knows that I really love to showcase my Japanese heritage. So that was yeah. a part of the mood board. And when she first presented it to us, we were all just like, whoa, we were not expecting this for IC. We, we were thinking more like summertime, feel good video. But I loved the unpredict, like how unpredictable this idea was. And I don't want to be predictable. So we were like, let's run with it. And fortunately, people love the video. I know they weren't expecting it, but that's why it works. Yeah. And I also wanted something more narrative based because I know I haven't put anything out um, like with that much narrative before, too. So we just wanted to really try something new and different. And I'm really, really happy with the feedback. Yeah, that's a great record too. Joyce, I got to ask, uh, obviously you have great chemistry with D-Mile. Uh, with this project, you've definitely showcased your, your chemistry with Kate Renata. What, what makes um, 
great chemistry for you with a producer? Like, what what are some things that you look for and that makes you realize, yeah, this is gonna work? Uh, I just love when shit's not forced. I love when things are just organic, you know? Um, if you wanna work with me, let's work. Um, if I wanna work with you, do you genuinely wanna work with me, then let's work, you know? Yeah. I just want it to be for the love and um fortunately just like Dmile was down, Kay was down and um he's so sweet and he's so chill and um he just wants me to really let go and be be the diva that I can be so um right. it's just it's it's just like two people wanting you know two people wanting both parties to be great and to thrive into what um into what artists they need to be. And so that 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 to me is what what allows me to have these great collaborations. People and, believing and, in me. And, yeah. Right. And of course these two uh producers will be on your upcoming project, your sophomore album. I know you've been working with D Mao quite a bit. Um I think I saw a picture of you with James Fauntleroy in the studio too. So just kind of talk to me about your headspace and where you're at with the second album. Yeah, the second album, I've I've been working on it at a slow pace, you know, yeah. just really making sure that I live life. Um, so I did a lot of sessions last year and this year, um, and I had a great session with James Fontler. I can't wait to get back in with him, as well as other people that I've been working with. And I really would love for the sophomore album to be an extension of the feel that motive is because that's yeah. the headspace that I'm at. So I'm very excited to get back in with B-Mile and Kay and just, yeah, really surprise myself as well right. as y'all. Right. The last time we spoke, um, you know, you were telling me about just, you know, your, your journey uh, to becoming an artist, your parents being resistant to the idea of it, um, you working at a right. restaurant. Right. Lots of hours, traveling lots of hours. Um, now that these last two years, I feel like you've kind of progressed quite a bit in your career. And now you're, you know, uh -huh. opening up on tour. You're releasing music uh -huh. and people are really following your music now and being fans of it. Like, what does that uh -huh. all feel like for you? Oh, my God. I it's I still can't believe it. I'm really just taking it all in day by day. Um, it just, it just makes me want to keep going and keep doing better and getting better. Um, yeah, I, I just, I never, I did not imagine being in the place that I'm at and getting this far. Right. And I hope to just continue to get further on. And what about for your family? Because, like, I think I saw a picture or, or a video. I think oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like your grandma uh, seeing you yeah. on t-shirts and whatnot. Like, yeah. what, is, what, is it, what, is it, what is it from their perspective, like, seeing you on all of this now? They're very proud, and they're very supportive, and they're just happy that I'm doing well, that I'm feeling confident and sure of myself. And that I am staying true to who I am and not being swayed by the ugliness of the industry. 
but they're so happy. My aunts got to watch me perform. I did, you know, four shows in Japan in a country that I used to always visit, visit as a kid. So it's super monumental. And my dad is just loving this tiny desk and just so happy that, again, I'm happy doing what I love. Um, because, you know, my parents, not that they were against what I wanted to do, but they were afraid that I think the competitive competitiveness of the industry and the brutalness of the industry could tear me down. And so they're actually, they actually sent me the sweetest birthday cards where they, they shared that they're so inspired by me and my journey. And I thought that was so beautiful. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And, it, and I know the journey is going to continue. Um, just as I mentioned earlier, your willingness and desire to get better, I think, um, will get you very, very far. Um, I, I do want to ask, because I know Fauntleroy was one of the writers and producers that was on your bucket list. Uh, who else do you have less, left on that bucket list uh, of producers Aww. that you want to work with? The Neptune, Sean mm -hmm. yep. Garrett. Um, Lisa. Um, who else? The Dream. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Yeah, and not to cut you off, but I think. What, and I know you're in more of a mid-up-temple type of vibe right now, but I want to hear you over like a Brian Michael Cox ballad. Like, I oh, think yeah. Like whenever that I, re I briefly worked with him at an Issa Rae writing camp. Okay. Yeah. He's really sweet. He told us some really great stories about Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Loved him. Awesome. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else yet. Um, oh, yeah. I think Rodney Jerkins and you would be something. That would be fire, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw he worked on, um, who was I listening to? I was listening to Alex Bond. Yeah. And I saw he, that he produced yeah. the first record off of her album. Probably more, but I just saw that one record. Exactly. Um, so, Joyce, that's all that I've got for you. I, I, I know there's a lot more to come, but for now, is there anything that you'd like to add? Oh, I just want to say thank you um, for always supporting me. And just like, I feel like you're so knowledgeable about the community and type of music that I do. So, it's always very fun to chat with you about my music. So I really appreciate you taking the time out. And um, I look forward to sharing more with you and everyone else. Look, um, Looking forward to sharing visuals for this new EP, as well as some new collaborations coming out. And um, yeah, just more exciting things that people may not expect from me but are also hoping to see i just can't wait to share more so thank you so thank you so 